0: Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Daily Fathers Podcast. We're your host, Joe Winters Jr., Tony Yapawai, and Jacoby Carvin. How are we doing today,
1: fellas? Good morning, everyone. Top of the morning to everybody. I'm doing great.
2: Woo! Good morning, everyone. I'm doing damn good. Just woke up. Uh, had a great night. I hope y'all having a great day. I hope y'all celebrate Juneteenth amazingly, and we'll be um, announcing that uh, $150 giveaway soon next week on Friday.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. Now, when you say on Friday, do you mean the same day that this podcast
2: episode that we're recording at this very moment is comes out? Oh, you know what, sir? Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I'll be announcing it on um, the podcast, like Instagram and just put, putting their um, name on there. That's it
0: okay perfect so this friday or the day that this podcast episode is being released later on in the day we're going to be doing the 150 dollars giveaway also want to say happy father's day because at the time of recording this podcast it is father's day so happy Mm -hmm. father's day to you tony you jacoby and to the listener that's listening yes sir
1: happy father's day i hope you guys enjoyed your father's day i hope you guys got uh just some good quality time, you know, with your kids. Um, if you have a spouse or significant other, hope you guys got to spend some good time and maybe have some good eating too, you know? So
2: happy I hope nice
1: y'all guys got uh, more than a coffee mug,
2: <laughs> more than a hat, uh, more than just a, hey, happy Father's Day uh, card. All that's reasonable and cool. I hope they celebrate it like his Mother's Day, you know, um, tell you they appreciate you and everything, tell you that they love you. Um, I just hope they celebrate you for Father's Day in a, a, a marvelous way.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, which I, I think I think it's time for us to just pop the question. Like, why uh-huh. does it seem like Mother's Day is more appreciated than Father's Day? Why does it seem that way?
1: Mm.
2: Um, Tony, you want to answer that question first? Well,
1: <laughs> I don't know. Uh, this is... This is just something that I, I kind of realized, too. Um, like, it's, it's really a big thing that's celebrated as far as um, when it's Mother's Day. And I, I have a great example. So um, this past uh, Friday, I, uh, I, I went to go pick up my son from, from daycare. And I remember, um, let's go back to Mother's Day. I remember picking him up the Friday before Mother's Day. And there was all kinds of stuff that he was given to give his mom, so there was like a bag, a gift bag, and he had this little handprint that they put on like these these plates and and there was just a bunch of like a huge assortment of things to give to his mother well i really didn't I really didn't uh, realize it until I got home, but all I got when when I went to go pick him up this past Friday was a happy Father's Day. And that was it. Mm. And so that kind of got me thinking about, all right, so why is it that Mother's Day is celebrated more than or I guess, put as more important than Father's Day. Mm. And I don't know, I guess we we've kind of talked about it before we actually hit record on this. And I think a lot of us think back in the day, you know, a lot of the fathers were, were actually taking out of the home, you know, um, and they weren't um, a parent as fathers, and so women were were forced to to raise the kid on their own. And so, as kids or as um, society, we are brought up to appreciate the mom a lot more than the father. And I think we talked about it, Joe. I think you you had a, a different take on it as far as like um, current, like what we're facing right now. What is what is your take on? because yeah. we're not we're not as faced with that um the father's yeah. being ripped from the household yeah no in fact so i what i think personally and, and when
0: we're talking about fathers being ripped from the household obviously we're talking about um fathers of color right mm-hmm. um because when we look at history between jim crow um uh, the jim crow system between um gosh what was what was the what was the time before that the the era before that like it's like the just, um, just slavery in general i think yeah but there was a, there was a period between slavery and jim crow and i I can't i can't remember what that the, the period of time was it, it con, convict leasing i think it was something like that but, okay yeah um, i got you okay. so there so we go through these different phases right and and obviously in slavery that was just a completely different time um mm-hmm. and and you know um i would imagine mothers or fathers they amongst our people probably would not really care for at all. We get to convict leasing and you get people that are, they're just being sent to prison for very minor crimes. And then we get to Jim Crow and it's like, um, I believe that's when, um, you know, fa- like family, the family dynamic of people of color began to get better. Um, but we were still facing things that was um, basically ripping the father away from the home. Right, whether we're talking about the war on drugs or, you know, all of these different um, things that are talked about when we look at history, that's that's preventing the father from being in the household. But what I was saying earlier is, I think within the last two generations, being like our generation and, and the generation before us, I don't think there's that big of an excuse anymore. I do think that um, there are, you know, systematic oppression. I do think that there is systematic racism. So I'm not saying that I don't think those things ex- don't exist. I believe they do. I just think we're in a way much better time now to where, you know, fathers have much more control of being present in the household.
1: Yeah. Mm, and I I, I kind of like when we talked about this earlier, um, I kind of disagreed with as far as the change, you know, um, I still think that we are actually facing a time where fathers are being ripped from the household. But before I actually get into my point and yeah. and why I feel that way, I want to hear from Jacoby on on his thoughts of. Oh yeah, I was just about to
2: intervene, really too, before you got too deep uh-huh. into the next <laughs> topic. So I did not answer. Yeah, okay. But no, uh, I, I agree with both of y'all, really and Truthfully. Um, Pretty much the fact that the welfare and food stamps and unemployment and women getting more better jobs and everything and health becoming more independent in a way of like I can do all things by myself or all I can do bad by myself. That's like the only big statement I, I remember. Meaning they can they they can become more independent. They don't need a man and they that's a social engineering um, plot for them to separate us from the, the the woman pretty much. So they had an independent mindset saying so that they can do their, uh, do everything by themselves pretty much. That does have a factor. But another one is like just women, women celebrate holidays more than men. Um, they celebrate Christmas, you know, And if I, like if I told my ex like that I didn't want to celebrate Christmas, they'll be like, okay, what about the kids? But it's also with them as well. But I told them I didn't want to celebrate Valentine's or um, any other holidays or Thanksgiving. Like, they, they had more thought into it and everything. While we we don't care as men. Some A lot of men don't care. I wouldn't say everybody, every man. But a lot of men don't care about holidays. And so we don't put too much thought into it or too much caring in, into it. And so when that happens, we can't set the bar of what we want.
0: Now, boom. Let me let me let me let me piggyback off of that right now. Let's paint. Let's paint a quick picture. Um, let's say you take ten families. All ten families. There's a there's the there's the man. There's the woman, and then there's three kids. Let's just hypothetically speaking. Okay, we got ten families, um, both parents, and then three kids. All right. If eighty percent of those homes, so eight out of ten families, the man doesn't really care to celebrate the other holidays, but the woman do. That becomes apparent to the children. So whenever it comes time to celebrate either Mother's or Father's Day, which one would they be more likely to celebrate? Mother's
2: Day. Mother's,
0: Mother's Day. Yeah. Like you get what I'm saying? Like so. So I mean, even when you're looking at it from the example Jacoby just gave, that is a reflection of what us fathers aren't doing now. I believe in celebrating. You know uh, what I believe are the major holidays. So I I believe in celebrating Thanksgiving, Christmas, Easter. I'm 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 going to be very transparent. I'm I'm not really one who cares to celebrate Valentine's Day. Um I'm not that's just me personally. Um but I'm in in Halloween, don't really care for celebrating Halloween either. I I'm not saying that I won't celebrate those two holidays, but I just don't care to. Um but in a sense it's like based on even the example you just gave Jacoby
1: like that kind of aligns with what I'm talking about more mm-hmm. so. It pretty much puts the ball back in our court. And that's the reason why uh, it's not appreciated as much because there's a lot of fathers out there that don't um, care to um, celebrate it as much. And so I want to I wanna actually jump back um, and jump back of why I disagree with the statement. And, and my reasoning behind this is um, I started doing some research over the past week. And I started seeing that the uh, rate of incarceration has grown yeah, and has been growing over the past two decades or whatever, you know? And so to me, I think that plays a, a, a major role um, as far as fathers being ripped from the household is these, a lot of fathers are actually going um, to prison. <coughs> they're, they're not around. So you got a lot of absentee fathers and especially in our culture, you know, um, in our heritage, um, a lot of African Americans um, are being ripped from the household over. I don't, I actually want to just go ahead and say it, you know, people might disagree, but petty drug charges, you know, there's, there's a war on drugs that's been going on for the past couple of decades, actually longer than that. um, About 40 years or so, I think um, that the war on drugs has been going on. And people have been getting incarcerated over small amounts of, of drugs, you know, and those that takes a, a a a father from a household, and therefore a kid is actually brought up and only raised by either grandparents or the mother just alone, mm-hmm. and so therefore the father's not, and and it goes back to even with that Jim Crow um, era before that Jim Crow era, you know, they were they were being ripped from the household. This is the same thing, you know, and and we find this in um the new jim crow you know um we're we're actually going to read that book yeah yeah we're actually going to start <laughs> yeah. reading um the new jim crow by uh who's who's the lady the author Michelle. Michelle Alexander yeah so if you guys haven't read that pick it up um us as a group on daily fathers we've actually decided that we're going to we're going to start picking up more uh, literature similar to that and that's one of our our books um, that we've actually started or we're actually beginning to start to read. Yeah. So if you guys want to read along with us, go ahead and pick that book up. Um, I have to admit to you two guys that I, I've already kind of cracked open into it. So oh, um, cool, I, could, I couldn't wait, you know, so. I, could,
2: I can't even find it off of Amazon right now. So I'm still looking. Yeah.
1: yeah. But yeah, pick it up. It does show um, and gives a history lesson behind all of that, and I think that's um, that goes into what our topic is. You know, as far as uh, celebrating Father's Day and why fathers are um, absentee to the family. You know, but let now now let me let me let me let me jump in there a little bit with
0: you, okay. Tony. Um, <laughs> because th- this is what I will say. I don't entirely disagree. I I, I do agree. I do believe that there are fathers being ripped away from their homes, but, uh, I don't entirely agree simply because there comes a point, man, where it's like, okay, we have to take ownership. Like that. Like, I mean, if you ask me, there comes a point in that. So for example, I, I just want to give you the, the, you know, what, what I, what I see and what I believe I take the community I come from. Okay. Um, which is in West Fort Worth Lake coma for those of you that don't know. Um, When I look at the community that I come from, you have, let's say say you have a group of people that are involved in drugs, okay? Um, So we have a group of people, it doesn't matter how many, but we have a group of people from both adults to children that are involved in drugs. You have people that are old enough and aware of what drugs are and what drugs can do to themselves and they choose to take drugs. And then you have people that are old enough and they are aware of what drugs can do and they choose to deal drugs, sell drugs. Then on the other side, you got two groups of people. You got um, the group of people that they are, um, well, I guess really just one group of people when I'm, as I'm thinking about it, but a group of people that don't really know what drugs are and what drugs do to them. And they, and they receive drugs. And whenever I look at this um, dynamic, one of the groups of people that I don't think is being ripped away from their families are the people that know what drugs are, they know what drugs can do to you, and they deal drugs to people that don't know what drugs are and don't know what drugs can do to you. Um, and that's just one small example of where in my head, it's like, okay, I think there is a difference in people that are involved in drugs. I think it's one thing to know what drugs do to you and you take them. Okay, you're taking them. I think there is another thing for you to know what drugs do and you deal them, especially when you're dealing them to teenagers. I I personally have a problem with that, me personally, with that aspect of it. I have a problem of drugs being dealt to teenagers who are not aware of what drugs do to you. You get what I'm saying? So in hindsight, it's like when I look at those two bodies of people, it's like, well, for the person that know what drugs do to you and they are dealing them to kids or to teenagers, are they really being ripped away from their home? Now, I'm no like expert on this topic, but it's like when I'm just going off my pure emotion, I can't even group every person that's sitting inside of a cell right now having to deal with drugs in the exact same category because I think there's different categories of people that have that have some involvement with drugs that they shouldn't really be grouped in the same boat. That's just kind of my take on it. What do you think?
1: No, no. And I agree with, I agree with what you're talking about. Um, And this will probably be another topic that we're, we're going to have to discuss on this podcast. Um, But as far as like, if you look at um, the reasoning behind either them being hooked on drugs or the reasoning behind them having to sell drugs or going in that direction to sell drugs, um, yeah, do they really I, have to sell drugs? No, no. And that's why I kind of corrected that, you know, as well as <laughs> to, but I'm saying, um, going in that direction. So when you look at people that have picked up felonies, you know, um, and they try to go get a legitimate job, you know, on our applications, it does ask you, you know, have you been convicted of a felony? And so that actually, um, my wife, she works, um, in a, um, she's a manager of a temp agency. So she hires people and a lot of the different times there's, there's been periods of time where she's, she's, uh, she's interviewed a gentleman and he's been convicted of a felony and the felony goes back like years and years back, but she can't hire him because he's checked that little white box, you know? And so I'm not saying that this is a justification of the reasons why they commit these crimes, because there shouldn't be a reason, um, that shouldn't be the reason, but a lot of people use that. And they, they end up going and committing crimes. They end up falling victim back to the same, uh, things that they actually, that got them that felony in the first place. Yeah. And so that's, that's kind of what I see. And going back to our, our topic, you know, our major topic, um, I do want to ask, uh, both you guys this question. So true, true or false. Um, on the other hand, like people have no expectation from the fathers other than earning, getting groceries or taking the family out occasionally. And I'm going to throw that at you, Jacoby. Um, I'll say it again, true or false. People have no expectations from fathers other than earnings Uh, getting groceries, or taking families out occasionally?
2: I would say that's 100% true right there. I say true, 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 my guy.
1: Okay. And go into more detail of why you you think that's true.
2: Well, it's like the whole expectations of a father should should mainly provide protection and um, protection I forgot the other P word for some strange reason. Um, can y'all help me out with that one? Protection and providing. There we go.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just mainly that they only not just provide those two things. Um, they really don't put in depth the emotional um, wisdom that they can provide, the mental wisdom and everything. It's just a little lacking in a way. Of how I've grown up and realized that how they teach how to be a father and everything, um, that night it's it's not that much. It's not mm-hmm. that
1: much. Mm-hmm. And Joe, what
0: what do you think? You think the society? I say ninety nine point nine percent true. The only reason why I don't say point one is because the only thing that you didn't include in there was the the other thing Jacoby mentioned, which is the protection. That's like okay. the that's like the other that's probably the only other thing I can think of that is expected of a father. So yeah, everything you mentioned that is expected of us within also protection, but that's like the only thing I could think of when it comes to
1: society, yeah. And so then do you think that that plays a part as far as holding us back on, um, cause Jacoby did mention it, you know, the emotional side, the woman usually expresses a lot more emotion and, and there's that expectation of that. From the woman, so therefore everybody like shows the emotion back, like, "Oh, we love you, mom," and this is how we're going to show that we love you, and it's going to yeah. be a very emotional day. Therefore, when it comes to us, it's just like, yeah. "Eh, he's the breadwinner," you know. Yeah. Big ups, dad. And that yeah. that might be it, you know. Yeah. I mean, but they yeah.
2: say that, but you know, that's on, like that's pretty much like on paper, like you know how the Lakers had an uh, amazing roster with Dwight Howard, Steve Nash, and Kobe Bryant. That's on paper. That's yeah. protection and providing, but in reality, we give so much more. But then again, we don't really articulate those things that we really do, that go a significant mile. Like our roles are like diminished in so many ways. But if you if there's a missing father from a child's life, that's a big ass impact. You feel me? A mm. big ass impact that a child will never have or n- never get, and unless he gets a mentor, which we'll be talking about on a later episode. But it's just so much more that a father can give to uh, the child, boy mm-hmm. or daughter, uh, to both. Like, it's equal wisdom that um, a man can give, emotional impact, emotional maturity, just um, mm-hmm. a lot of game, you dig? Yeah.
0: Like, man, I, I, what, what I think is, too, is and it, as far as holding us back, I personally think the number one thing that's holding us back is um, – I don't like what I believe I think it's the fact that we teach men how to be men. We don't teach men how to be fathers. Being a man and being a father is two different things. Firstly, being a father incorporates being a man, but being a man alone is not the same thing as being a father. And exactly. when we look at when we look at when it comes to women, um we do. We teach women how to be both women and mothers. Like, you know, um now I also think that a part of the problem as well is that we try to teach that there should be certain roles that a parent is supposed to play. Um, I don't think that that's necessarily true. I'm the type of person that believes that um, if someone is attempting to harm my child, it doesn't matter if it's me or the mother of my child, one of us is gonna take your head off. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I know it might be the expectation that I'm supposed to protect, but at the same time, that doesn't mean the mother can't protect. You get what I'm saying? Like and vice versa, like that, you know, we teach women that they're supposed to, you know, um, nurture. You know, well, men can nurture too. We just don't teach that, right? Like, so we, I I think we teach teach women how to be women and how to be mothers. Mm -hmm. But we do not teach men how to be men and how to be fathers. We only teach how to
1: be men. So as a byproduct of us teaching the women that and us neglecting to teach the men that, do you think that's what that's kind of like what we get as as far as like the days being celebrated the way that they're being celebrated? Yeah,
0: because uh because you know, it kind of just to throw it out there, I think a lot of men fall short of what it means to be a man, Mm. you know, if, if I'm if I'm being honest with you. And so like I was saying earlier, Father's Day is only going to be taken more seriously the moment us men and fathers take it more seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we shouldn't we shouldn't rely on women to take Mother's Day more seriously. Because like, let's call a spade for a spade. Who takes Mother's Day the most serious? Is it men or is it women?
1: Let's be real, it's women. Yeah.
0: Let, like, let, let's call a spade for a spade, it's, yeah. it's women. Right, like, women uh, I'm, probably children, I'm probably gonna
1: yeah. get in trouble on this one. Uh, babe, right. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> No, but it is, it is, it is. It it makes sense. Like, I I just remember growing up and my mom, you know, like this, this is, that's an important day for my mom, you know, and she's looking for that. She's looking for the flowers, you know, she's looking for the car. She's looking to get um, basically catered to that day, you know, as far as um, on Father's Day, you know, it's like, it could go either way, you know. Um, Now, I've been, I've been fortunate enough that my wife um, she sees that and there's an importance in that day, you know, where, um, as father's day, you know, she, she treats me like a King on that day, you know? And so I've been, ask this question. yes, sir. Go ahead. So are
0: you, you, admitting that she treats you like a King on father's day? Does she, does that mean she treats you less than a King on the other days of the year?
1: No, no, not at all. Nah, nah. She okay, she like- actually does like I, I am uh she will actually even admit it, you know, I am the king of the household. She's my queen, you know. Yeah. Um, but she does, like on any given day, um, treat me, you know, as a king would be treated. Yeah. And so she does cater to me, but on that one on that one specific day, you know, it's it's pretty much all out, you know. Um right. she does like she goes above and beyond, you know, on that day. Yeah. I, yeah. I feel that,
0: that's what's up, that's what's up. Yeah, man, you know, one of the things just kind of come into my head is like, I think it's also programming. Like when we look at the game of chess, it's like, and it's just kind of referring to the king and queen analogy you just made. When we look at the game of chess, I've always thought that it sucks that the king only can move one spot, but the queen, is so dynamic on the chessboard it's like i respect that the queen is so dynamic on the chessboard, but why can't the king do more things on the damn chessboard mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying <laughs> like like yeah. i mean when, i mean when you really think about it i know somebody might say well that's just how chess goes well who invented that
2: though well in a way black people, does that make sense like, <laughs> i just want to put that out there uh moors who are the black people in that that game fun fact anyways uh it's like in a way joe it makes sense because the king is everybody else? He controls every other piece. So in the way he is the knight, in the way he is the pawn, he's moving them in a way for his his advantage. So he doesn't really need to do that much because he, he, he has that much power that they're fighting for him. They're protecting yeah.
1: him. Yeah, and I agree. Things, even the queen. Yeah, and I agree with Jacoby too. It's more for the safety of him. He's just back in the cut, you know. While while everybody else is working but, but i also advantage.
0: think that's part of the problem because I'm, that what yeah. you're describing is a leader that's leading from the back and not leading from the front mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. and my bad for yeah uh, you know shitting on your analogy right there
0: well you you really did <laughs> i mean you 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 can't, you came with a good with a good cross for sure uh-huh. but, but 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 i mean i just i like even in even with that though it's like one it does make sense i'm not saying that it does mm-hmm. make sense but two it's like okay even then we're describing a leader that leads from the back. Okay, so now let's, 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 let's play this back into our major topic that we have for the day. Why does it seem like Mother's Day is more appreciated than Father's Day? Well, like let's call another spade for a spade. The mother, to our awareness, based on history and what we see, fights more, and if you ask me, leads from the front, much more than fathers do.
2: hmm And what aspect?
0: I mean, Okay. So just just in, in my experience of of what I've seen with mothers versus fathers, um, mothers typically that yeah, they do more for the children. They do more for the household. Um, you know, there's there's this whole thing about mothers coming home and working a second shift because both mm-hmm. parents go to work. But oh, well, when they come sense. home when they come home, the man is kicking his feet up talking about I want a hot meal. Well, the woman, mm-hmm. the one is the one that gotta prepare it. Then go and tend to the kids and and you know, mm-hmm. so um,
2: and, and children see that, like you're saying, fam, that is a major key right there. A exactly, major
0: key, exactly. Children see that, so it's like, okay, so th- that's another. If you ask me, it would be another reason why Mother's Day is more appreciated than Father's Day. So it's like, okay, well, what can us fathers do differently that can give that can put us in a position to earn that respect? I think it's by leading from the front, not from the back. We shouldn't be Perfect. on the chessboard, can only make one move because we're controlling all the other pieces. Because mm-hmm. in hindsight um control and influence they are those are two different things you get what i'm saying so it's like man like i i just i i firmly believe okay as fathers like if we were to say okay how can we make father's day more appreciated one first and foremost we need to take ownership and appreciate the day ourselves more that that's that's firstly but two um we need to most definitely start making sure that we are also leading from the front um and when we come home we pick up the second chef we cook food we clean we you know we do laundry we do all those things and if you don't feel like doing it hey do what I'm willing to do you know get a mate or something you know what I'm saying I mean you know and and, and I say that in the most respectful way possible like it you know I don't have a mate now but I can only imagine there's going to be a point in my life where I probably do uh, <laughs> like I'm just being I'm just <laughs> I'm just being honest but it's like I'm still relieving the mother of my children of those duties yeah you, you get I what I'm love, saying yeah and in I events, love them.
1: I love the point that you're making too. like if like we we need to stand up as as men's and 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 teach even our children you know there's there's more to the role than just being like what we talked about like the, the breadwinner and yeah. and then just coming home and and just kicking your feet up and then the wife has to tend to the kids you know we need to yeah. go ahead and just diminish that stereotype that yeah. that's what a father is you know. Um, because even if you, if you watch like those old TV shows, leave it to Beaver, all that stuff, you know, that's what they paint a father as, you know, yeah. he's comes home with his briefcase, takes off his jacket, sits on the chair, wife's in the kitchen. Um, she's taking care of the kids. Like we need to go ahead and just diminish that, you know, yeah. cause that's, yeah. that's not a, a true father figure that I want to portray myself as, you know, I want to be able to, if my wife does go out of town for a week or so you know, I'm that, that, uh, that caretaker that I could do everything that she can do, Thanks. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and then I do That's also weird. want to throw this out there too. Um, women do hold the child in there. Like they, they hold the child in there. Uh, I don't know what you want to call it, but they, they carry the child, you know, for nine months, you know, we so carry the all, church in our whole lives. That's not an excuse.
2: <laughs> they our They come I'm,
0: from I'm, us. I'm, I'm, they I'm, call I'm, us. Being, I'm being so serious. I, I get tired team, of people man. overlooking that. Like <laughs> but, the kids
1: are with us our whole lives. <laughs> as as, like, we were, but there, there is a connection though i think that there is a connection of that that child being uh brought up in there like within them you know there's a connection there
0: that's very that's very but true that but it's is, also a connection with us too though they carry like if if you were to see my daughter some of the things that my daughter do it's like how mm-hmm. is she identical to joe well that's because she's been with me my whole life
1: okay and i I'm got just- you there because because my little one he's uh, uh, an exact replica of me the things he does you know Um, Mm -hmm. but I'm just I'm just kind of throwing it out there that that connection as far as that emotional connection between like us and our mothers you know um, I think there's that connection too just as far as them carrying the child too and I don't know if that's like so I'm, were you
2: saying so okay. let me ask you a question. Tony. So were you saying like it's stronger because I'm not trying to argue with you like
1: that it's not a connection. I'm just trying to yeah, make clarify right.
2: that it's like you're not saying that it's stronger. No, no, no. I'm not saying it's connector.
1: stronger. Okay. You know, I'm just saying that there there is an apparent connection with uh, w- and I, I don't know if it stems from that. You know, I'm just I'm just throwing that out there because that might be one of the reasons too. you know. Well, okay, if anything, though, I, I agree that on that part
0: with here. society and what society makes it, though, because it, like Jacoby's saying, I do agree that there is a bond there because the mother is carrying the child. But what I won't agree with or side with is because the mother is carrying the child that gives the mother a stronger connection than the mm-hmm. father could ever have because the child mm-hmm. comes from us.
1: Yeah, like, and I, like and I didn't say that. I, that. I don't believe that actually at all. Some
0: people will spin it that way.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they, they've been doing that, Joe. Tony, yeah. they've been doing that. Yeah. I, I I sometimes, like, I joke with it with my my BMs, my two BMs, or anybody else that, like, they originally came from me. That's what they call it, my seed, because I planted the seed in you. Even though it takes two to tango, but we have to, like, they cut it off at the point where, okay, this comes from a woman type shit, but, you know, Facts. it came from my balls, bro.
0: Facts. It's just life. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. And we know the number one rule, too, right? like it's not about what you sow it's about what or it's not about what you reap, it's about what you sow. We're the ones who' sowing the seed, just saying
1: and we might have to end on that note right?
0: <laughs> I know that that was that was me trying to be a little jokey joke, but hey, it's the truth. all right. this is yeah. a great episode <laughs> thank you happy,
1: for- happy belated father's Day to you fathers out there
0: big facts, happy father's day and uh hope
2: y'all have a nice one uh the uh winner will be announced on Instagram next friday
0: facts later i'm
1: ready for it i'm ready for it i'm ready for it ready for I, i'm ready for it i'm ready for it don't know
0: where it's gonna take me but i'm